Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Jason Garrett's got a smile I want to punch in the face. Kind of like weird mics before the show. We got picks, we got news that does and does not matter. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. It's episode 36, your favorite NFL podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett. Wherever you're listening all over the world, ni hao, privyet, hola, bonjour, and hello. And thank you for rate, reviewing, and subscribing, and growing our podcast. Uh, to all the other beauties in your life, it's the NFL season. What else would you rather be doing? Learn sweet ways to get some, uh, you know what, get some Christmas dough. That Get some expendable cash. Uh, we've been doing pretty good on this show lately. We're back to 500 as a show for my picks. Weird Mike's taking the lead. Uh... It's been a crazy week. You know what? Right in the middle of the NFL season, there's always some upsets that seem hard to digest at the time. But about a couple days later, you know what? You're like, yeah, you know what? Should have seen that coming. Uh, That's part of the fun of the game. It was easy. Everyone would do it. All right? It's not being a mailman. It actually involves some science, some inference. Uh, Some of the smartest Wall Street minds have lately actually gone to Vegas to uh, take up a more honest approach to gambling. Gambling, Vegas. Wall Street, same thing. Anyway, we're brought to you by Huck Media and his beautiful mustache. It's Movember. And uh, we're going to post a picture of his stash. If you think you got a better one, let us know. Look who's talkers all over the world. We know I got a bunch of Movember people, and we think we got the best one, Huck Media. I'm joined, as always, by our fantasy guru, voice of God, Brent Waits. How are you? Uh, I'm okay, Jeff. Yeah, I've, been, I've been better. I, you know what? The, the Lord wears a Tom Brady jersey uh, when he's in heaven, when he's answering your prayers, listening to your confessions. Uh, yeah, it was a tough weekend for all. Uh, don't lose often. I, I don't know how to feel. Especially this late in the season. Uh, in fact, uh, they, they really never uh, lose like this late in the season since Tom Brady it's and week, Belichick joined up. Week 10. It's not too, too late. It's but. not too bad, but uh, our... Harry chested orange tank top in November wearing host uh, guest host weird Michael how you doing weird Mike <clears throat> I am feeling one of two ways two first elated yes after the Titan smash of Tom Shady and Billy B yeah I, I and secondly secondly I am feeling upset upset for now. A third pre-show ritual <laughs> tossed into the waste bin. Which one's this? You're Couldn't stre- do the stretching. Well, that was you. disturbing. Couldn't do the squawking. For the neighbors. Hey, the neighbors didn't like it. That's right. Now I'm doing the pre-show snapping. Imagine that, folks. I'm in full-blown vacation mode, folks. Columbia's two days away. I got right. the Latin beats going. The hips are flowing. Right. The fingers are snapping. Right. Weird Mike's got a louder snap than usual. And we're going to promise no more Please snaps stop that. on the show. And hopefully before the show. Um, no one wants that in their ears. Imagine like five minutes before a meeting, folks, at work. You're one of your coworkers. Just go to the meeting with you. Uh, just comes and starts snapping in your face. Yeah. You might be reviewing notes, you know, doing that last minute prep. Right. Here's a snap Here's in the face. Lo- loud snapping. Also, uh, he might throw out a comment uh, that doesn't really have anything to do with anyone else. And if you don't respond to it, he just says it again. That's our uh, guest host, Weird Michael, but uh, he's hot. He picked Tennessee last week, although not on the money line because uh, the uh, I tied him with the money line. So Weird Mike actually got burned with his weird pick this week. Uh, I tied him. Classic with, Weird Mike, by the way. Classic Weird Mike in full effect, week ten. Uh, but still happy that the mind is right and the handicapping is sharp. So we're gonna learn from it and move forward. That was a Titan smash, though, VOG, man. I almost got hard that third quarter. Learn from it. That's an interesting word. I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to get into that later in the show. Got to know what you're watching, folks, okay? Don't just look at the final score of a game and necessarily decide, you know, oh, I now am upgrading one team or downgrading the other team. I'm not saying the Pats specifically was this example, but other games this week had somewhat confusing results if you look at the yardage and yards per play. Either way. It was a great week in the NFL. You know, some upsets, some almost upsets. Uh, Mad upsets, mad upsets. I mean, okay. First of all, I'm sure we all have people at work that don't really do anything to earn 
you know, a little victory for the department or something. Maybe you're, maybe you got a, you know, a section manager or a coordinator who's kind of on his way out. And, uh, you know, your team just pulled it together almost in spite of his poor management. And you come out of that, you know, that event that you nailed and he's just got the biggest shit eating grin on his face as he's talking to, you know, the guy who was the manager for the other bid or even maybe your higher boss. Just a big, stupid, shit-eating grin on his face. I had nothing to do with this victory, but you know what? I'm going to take absolute credit for it by smiling like this. Let me tell you something. If I don't like you, I'd rather you not smile at me. You know? Let's just shake hands, stare some lasers into each other, say we'll see you next time, and that's it. Jason Garrett walking across the field on Sunday night after the Cowboys beat the Eagles like he just won the NFC championship and he put together some genius game plan that, that, you know, really finalized his place within the division walking across that field to shake the Super Bowl champion, Doug Peterson's hand with the stupidest grin on his face. I hope we can find a picture of it. We'll post it because you just want to punch him in the face. Hey, you're still just as close to getting fired as if you didn't beat the Eagles by the end of the season. Jerry's not going to fire in midseason. He's not that type of guy. It's like, you know what I compare it to? It's like a, you ever see the hunters, that are not even, not even real hunters, just the guys, like the dentists, that go over to Africa and they go on some safari. There's like a gun mounted on, on, the, on the Jeep. They don't even really have to pull the trigger. They're like the guide's like, okay, we're going to shoot now. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's do it. You know, because that's Jason Garrett running his offense. And then he poses next to the poor tiger. and you Giraffe. Know, giraffe. Something awful. Largest target. Something that makes you just want to slap him in the farvid face. That's Jason Garrett. He's the dentist safari one-time hunter who poses with the picture. Ivory hat. You got it. That's him last night beating the Eagles with that grin on his face like, mission accomplished. Really nailed my job as the Dallas Cowboys coach they would have beat him by more if he was not there exactly he didn't change the game plan they ran zeke carson wentz through a you know a pretty not good interception to uh van den esch that kind of changed the game they ran zeke it worked all right that philly game hurt yeah you're, you're all over that eh, mike all so over. were a lot of sharps and a lot of people all across the uh sports radio universe uh, again, live in the gray area. We've talked about this before. So that's Eagles why. win. They go on the bye. Dallas looks like crap in a must-win game, but they are still professional football players, and they got a real defense. Jalen Smith, healthy. Former Notre Dame linebacker. Looks good. Uh, also, another note in that Cowboys game, Zeke with a great hurdle. Unbelievable. Stumbled before the end zone, but let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. One time, one of these hurdlers, these new phenoms of the NFL, is going to miss time their altitude, and they are going to get helmeted in the nuts in such an ungodly way that it might be career-changing. Let me tell you something. Zeke was close. It was close. It grazed. It grazed yeah. in an area you do not want to be grazed as a Never. man. No. I, uh, I think what's going to happen is these defense guys are getting sick and tired of getting hurdled. But he's not going to go low. Yep. He's going to forecast the hurdle. And he's going to leap with them and powerbomb them down to the ground. It happened. It could happen. It happened last game uh, on Sunday. I think it was the Chiefs game. I'm not sure. But somebody tried to hurdle somebody. And they stood him up like Razor Ramon. And then just pile drive them into the turf. Shout out Razor Ramon, my chest hair hero. There you go. <laughs> hey. If you're going to do something weird, folks, you know, have a hero. Uh, Razor Ramon, one of the best. Scott Hall, NWO is just too sweet. Give it Woo. up for the bad guy. Uh, we're up here in Centennial Studios in Toronto, Ontario, uh, and it's kind of getting cold. So people do weird stuff in the cold. Football players usually act weird in the cold. Drew Brees, tendency to not play well in the cold on the road, especially late in the season. But it's not the same Saints. It's not the same Drew Brees. They got a running game now. <laughs> running games travel well. So uh, 
I'm just thinking of that because like I was just I was down at the Eaton Center earlier, like it's the main sort of mall of downtown Toronto. And people when they get in from what they think is a cold day, they do some weird stuff that they wouldn't normally do in front of other people. Like make hot tub noises. But you know, you're just in Tim Hortons. You don't need to be talking like that. We get it, it's cold. You don't need to be like <laughs> anyway. I think you hear a lot of things that other people don't. I'm I'm thinking now I have massive ears. So you've mentioned I'm half elf. So you've mentioned that you can't smell from a pack a day for a decade. You right? got it. Yeah. So when you lose one sense, the other's heightened. Indeed. So you got the like these sonar yes. giant ears, Roman Eaton Center. Listening to bodily grunts I can out of he- tourists and immigrants? I literally, I, I, I swear to God, I, I can All he- patrons? No wonder my snapping's bothering you. Of course. So I'm going to return to the soft clap. No, okay? I have normal ears and it both bothers me. A soft clap. If you want to do all your prep just in, in some other room and then just come in right when Huck Media is like showtime, that'd be great. I'm still saying bring your juice. Just, you know. It's a three to four vote on that. Get your juice going somewhere else. I uh, got one more uh, hello for you on the list. The uh, Sri Lankans uh, mentioned it, went back to the snake pit. Yeah. Vanakam. 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 Hello in Sri Lankan. There you go. We're going to add to the list, baby. As we keep at it, remember to please share this uh, with all your friends. Steal phones for the holidays. Subscribe on Spotify, Google Play, or iTunes, or Stitcher. Stitcher's like the little runt brother that we always forget. But hey, we got Stitcherers. I bet they're not called that. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got a lot of stuff to go to. Um, our picks were three, two, and one. We're exactly back to 500. Jacksonville caught up for a late cover. What are you going to do? Let's go to our Lord, the voice of God, for our news that matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Thank you, Jeffrey. All right, news that matters. Uh, week 10 in the books. And yeah, a lot of, lot of big upsets this week. Kind of touched on it already. Um, Dallas taking down the Eagles. I was not expected. A lot of money. Um, even myself, I got in on the action. And that proves why I'll never bet ever. And I keep coming back to this. And it keeps screwing me. So if I had known you had jumped on the Eagle bandwagon, let me tell you, Weird Mike would have jumped right off. Start <laughs> sharing in the group chat, bro. <laughs> Colin, Colin Coward, lock of the week. Come on, man. He's been on fire. Right. Um, anywho, yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of other big upsets this week including uh titans over the pats which yeah it stings that's huck media's teams the titans um yeah taking taking it to the patriots probably should have seen this maybe should have listened to the weird mike's opinion a little bit more because it was a big revenge game the you know logan ryan malcolm butler and Dion lewis all former patriots uh really wanted to stick in it to bill and all you know people that he wasn't willing to pay he didn't deem was money worthy um, so yeah, they, uh, they routed the Pats 34, 10 really controlled the game on both sides of the ball. Yep. Um, yeah, I was watching, I was watching red zone and I kept seeing the game flip back. I'm like, okay, great. Here's where the comeback happens. No, no. Titans have the ball again. So yeah, it sucked. It was, <laughs> it was rough, rough game. So we watched the game full screen, watching some defense and those guys, they don't hate Tom Brady. No, they hate the Patriots. It's it's unfortunate that all the hate and anger on Sunday gets to Tom, but they're angry at everybody else except Tom. Spite's a real thing, and I think, you know what, as a somewhat spiteful bastard yourself, you can <laughs> sort of recognize this stuff maybe a bit easier than the rest of us, and I'll give you kudos for that. Mike Vrabel, coach. Uh, Logan Ryan, you know, I, I'm sure... You know, the list goes on. There's a bunch of Patriots. Yeah. That, and, and not only were they just, it's their former team. You know, that happens a lot in sports. But Bill Belichick and the Patriots seem even colder than that to the point where they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're not offering you anything. It's not like, oh, yeah, the Titans are going to offer me way more. Like, I understand, you know, the pass is like, no, 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 out the door. You no, are yeah. expendable, replaceable. We'd trade you for an eighth-round pick, and there's only seven rounds. If Belichick <laughs> kicks you to the curb, yeah, you're, you're going to be a little hurt. Yeah, um, what's it like watching football on Sunday with your boys, VOG, knowing that your uh, on-air nemesis got the better of you? Well, it only well, happens about two episodes this season, so that's yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely not great. <laughs> Love I, the ratio. I, you can ask anyone I was with. I was like, fuck, Favre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. If yeah. anyone who knows Weird Mike, there's a guy you do not want to lose to. Just yeah. for your own looking yourself in the mirror. Yeah, the I was, was going to call in sick tonight, but yeah. um, 
yeah, anyways, so obviously, you know, uh, that happens a couple times a year to the Patriots, the Dolphins last year in prime time, but, you know, they're going to drop a couple of those games. This is why we get extra snaps, extra stretching. This is a Farvin nightmare. Hopefully, Come on, Brady. Hopefully that's the end <laughs> of it. I'm glad you um, trucked through tonight, VOG. I missed you, buddy. Some, uh, some reports leaking, leaking out uh, from Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk that Gronk may retire at the end of the season. You know, we've heard before that they, they did, in fact, try to trade him in the offseason. And yep. Belichick is the king of moving on from a guy a year before it's too late. And he's been, you know, he's been dealing with ankle and back issues all season. He was sitting out last week. And, you know, all his season, even when he has played, he really hasn't looked like himself. Yeah. So, yeah, Dynasty's, I don't know. It's a problem. Again, usually, I mean, Brady's made it to the Super Bowl without Gronk. But he had a backup tight end. He also had all his other weapons going. They had a bit of a better defense. When Dwayne Allen went out during the Titans, he got injured as well. Yeah. That's, again, that's their one, two tight ends on the yeah. depth chart. And Tom likes to throw to them, which is why you saw Josh Gard- Gordon getting so many targets. Jacob Hollister coming in. Yeah. Uh, he was he got a couple, but he, he had a couple it'll key be, drops. It'll be interesting to see what weapons Tom uses on his way to the Super Bowl and if he can indeed get there. Um, this is a problem. If it, again, if it was just Gronk, Sure. But losing both their top two tight ends, Dwayne Allen's obviously a downgrade, but whoever's third is much more. Dwayne Allen's a first-round pick. So so that game's actually going to tell me more about Tennessee, obviously, than it will about the Patriots. We know that that game didn't mean as much. Next week, Tennessee at Indy? Yes. I'm watching that game live from a Colombian beach. I want to know. I can't wait to know what the Tennessee Titans are all about. Right. Road game, off the... Prime time, off the playoff revenge. No emotion. Colts are hot. This is just football. Colts are hot. This is just football. You need to win this game you your division. Win this game. Yeah. Do you come out flat, or do you come out and take the game and steal it? I'm gonna call the set the the flatness, but we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, another big, not big upset. Um, another upset that probably no one was watching. Uh, Matt Barkley. Local janitor in Buffalo stepped in <laughs> to relieve Nathan Peterman of his duties. Hey, hey, hey. That's what a U. That's that's what a one year short of a USC uh, degree gets you. Eh? I'd imagine, yeah, he was, you know, not a football player by trade, but he managed to lead the Bills to the largest point total in the last three years, <laughs> beating the Sam Darnoldless Jets forty-one to ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody was hot on uh, McCown coming. From uh, the backup position, he's the best backup. He's done it everywhere he goes. But I think we're overlooking one point. He loves being the teacher now. Sure, he's done being a stu- he's done being the student out there. He's into the teacher, yeah. and they're like, "Really? Do I have to go out?" Yeah, there? yeah. Both rosters are trash. Has- Matt Hasselbeck was the backup quarterback, literally just collecting a paycheck on the Colts for a couple years. I remember the look on his face when he had to go in against like the Bears, and he was like, "Oh, this wasn't in my contract." Matt Barkley was the highest rated football player in the United States high school system his year out into the USC uh, selection process. Yeah. So guys are somebody. Guys got some talent. And these backup guys, they want a job. So I look for the streak. The Bills got a real defense is the other thing. Is that, I mean, they held Tom Brady to 13-6 without having a quarterback on Monday Night Football. I mean, eventually the Patriots took it out of control in the fourth quarter. But this is a defense that led them to the playoffs last year. Also, one other thing. Uh, Matt Barkley's the reason, one of the reasons I really love watching, I love football because any given Sunday, I bet usually any game you're watching, there's a guy like Matt Barkley who missed his original shot or maybe never got it. And there's a guy, every football game, like a Matt Barkley with a casual football fan has never heard of you. And you are going into that Sunday with one mission to make that guy know your name on Monday, you know, and not. With Nathan, Nate Peterman's stats. <laughs> but breaking news, as of the time of recording this show. Really? Yes. Hot off the press, Nathan Peterman, I hate to say it, but has been officially waived by the Buffalo oh. Bills. <laughs> it's very unfortunate news. Of He's our course. favorite topic on the show. That's too bad. Yeah. 24 years old. He was uh, drafted last year. Seems <laughs> 24 years old is like an obituary. Yeah. Well, you know what? If we're talking about Nate Peterman's obituary... It begins and ends with the name Patrick DeMarco. Bill's fullback last year that kick-started the five-interception parade at the Chargers. They were driving. The whole career would have been different. I'm telling you. He was looking good. He was looking was he? good against a good D. Nathan Peterman's obituary. 
Damn you, Patrick Marco. <laughs> DeMarco. Um, we'll miss you. We'll miss you. My, fa- my favorite moment is when he was at the Houston game. Josh Allen gets hurt. You know, the defense is playing oh, lights yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. He looks at the coach. I got this. I got this. <laughs> and goes and throws a pick six. This isn't a Disney sports <laughs> yeah, movie, <I> Peterman. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> What's your favorite one, VOG? Oh, man. It's hard. There's so many. Yeah. In such a short time. It's, uh, I-, I think I'm going to have to get a Peterman jersey. Um, I-, I bet you it'll be a thing. Oh, yeah. You know what? A little we will basement find, dweller. We'll find some some Buffalo stores made Peterman jerseys just because they do. It exists. We'll get one. We'll find one. The uh, the jersey tees will be littered across East Africa we'll get a, for the next decade. We'll get a Nate Peterman uh, clearance rack. It's not because we love you as a football player, man. It's just because literally half of your interceptions were tip balls, just bad luck. I've never met a less lucky person uh, really in my life. So, uh, I mean, you're a millionaire, whatever. Nate Peterman, see you later, bud. All right, thank you for the news. Now, uh, a couple things just uh, seven for the weekend before we get into our picks is that oftentimes in life, you know what? Someone tells you that you're dead or that you're out of it before you really are. Uh, or even if, you know, you're not even hearing that. I've just been listening to a lot of football shows, a lot of football fans, boys, that have been writing the obituaries, as we were talking about earlier, for teams, you know, like, Three weeks ago, because they were one and three, or four, uh, five weeks ago, because they were one and three, and you just get used to the fact that this these teams are, you know, they're they have losing records. So you really start to kind of just sort them into this category of oh, their season's over. They're looking for an over, looking into next year, and you're, there's just a general sort of uh, doom and gloom about the whole thing. There's a couple of divisions that are still very much up for grabs, where teams like the Packers. The Indianapolis Colts and the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, even at four and five, not out of it. They're not dead. Absolutely not. Let me give you some numbers here, boys. Okay. Leslie. That's our stats lady. We're going to the numbers. <laughs> um, okay. The usually very hard fought NFC North currently being led by the Chicago Bears at six and three. This is a situation where you think you, you think ties in football and you're like, oh, that's not good. That can't be good. Let me tell you something. That Minnesota Green Bay tie might get both those teams into the playoffs. Let me explain. They're 6-3. and three. The Chicago Bears leading the division. Minnesota's behind them at 5-3-1. and one. Green Bay's 4-4-1. Four, four and one. They beat up on Miami, and everyone just sort of crushes them on Monday anyway. It's kind of weird. Look, they're looking pretty good. They have a running game now and a decent pass rush. They're 4-4-1. Four, four and one. If they can beat Seattle, they'll be 5-4-1. and one, Okay. Now this division's one game apart with a tie. Chicago's not going to get a tie. That'll probably come down to a game against Minnesota or Green Bay that Chicago's playing at the end of the year. It'll be a loss. Teams are going to catch up with Mitch Trubisky, okay? I don't trust him yet. I trust their coach, not Mitch. And Khalil Mack may or may not be healthy. And you're not going to win games with one linebacker uh, to make the playoffs. All right, the NFC East. Washington leading the division with, like, the worst Roster leading division, or wor- worst division leading roster that I've ever seen. Uh, besides their secondary, pretty nasty. But they're six and three. Dallas is four and five. Philadelphia's four and five right behind them. Either way, this division's wide open. Okay, don't sleep on either team, except Dallas doesn't have a quarterback or a coach. Kind of a problem. So I like Philly. Also, the Houston Texans at 6-3. and three. Yes, they've won like four or five straight games. Doesn't matter. They've all been by not that much, and they're not that much better than Tennessee or Indy, who are right behind them at 5-4 and four and 4-5, four and five, okay? And Indy's hot, and they got a much easier schedule uh, than Houston. So either way, a bunch of teams that you think are dead are not dead. Wild card chase? Okay, listen to this. The Chargers, they're in, 7-2. and two. Now... Currently holding up the last spot, the Cincinnati Bengals at five and four. You trust them to hold that spot, weird Mike? Uh, oddly, I do this year. I think the rest of the AFC is shot. I think only one team comes out of the South, whoever that man happens to be. Yeah, you like it to be Indy. I yeah, think Houston continues. Uh, this is actually more fun than critiquing your picks. <laughs> You're not dead yet. They're not dead. Philly is rolling into the Superdome. They could okay. be four and six. That's that's legit. Like, yep. And, you know, I don't know what's up with Washington this week, but we didn't think they were going to win. And now they're six and three. So, like, that's a big stretch. 
Yep. So, well, either way, I don't think Cincinnati's going to hold, especially without A.J. Green, especially with their injuries on defense. They just fired their defensive coordinator. Marvin Lewis is going to come in and save the day after okay, 14 years. Okay, okay, no A.J. I don't stand behind the pick. Get out of here. Hugh Jackson is reportedly joining the Cincinnati no Bengals coaching staff wow. in an undetermined role. But he apparently wants to focus on the defense, which uh, isn't his. Maybe somebody's cup of having tea, a, but. maybe somebody's having a birthday party and needs a balloon. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good for the Bengals. Remember, the guy's a great one A. Yeah, talked about that earlier in well, the year. Well, maybe not great. He's I a, think he's a great one A. Good one. I think if you're a one A, define you're, you're, great. No, he was the, a, a decent, degrading the word he was great. A, exactly. He was a decent offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals for about two years. No, I think we all know what a one A means. He's a position folks. coach. Just, a one A means he's not. Meant great. to be a head coach, but yeah. he's he's great. <laughs> he's all right. Uh, either way, behind not Cincinnati great, is great. Tennessee at five and four, Baltimore at four and five, Indy at four and five, and yes, even the Cleveland Browns at three, six, and one. Guess which team they have a better record that is, and they are ahead of them in the standings going into week ten. You never would have seen this coming. They're three, six, and one. They're yeah, better than the Jags. You got it. They are ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> How do you like that, Ramsey? Anyway, NFC Wild Card: Carolina six and three, Minnesota five three and one, Green Bay four four and one, Atlanta four and five, Seattle four and five, Dallas four and five, Philly four and five. Wild Card is up for grabs. I think that Thursday nighter, Green Bay at Seattle, tough schedule for Green Bay. Seattle on a short week. Come on, that's that's rough. Secretly. I think it's a great game this week. It's, oh, a, it's a great it's a game. Playoff game in the middle of the season. No, I like it. Yeah. Also, they got history. There was the the backup referees. The fail Mary with the the fail Mary. Also, Seattle came back and beat uh, the Packers in the in the uh, the playoffs a couple years ago when the Packers were onside still kick. in that Super Bowl window. The onside kick. Anyway, watch out for the Packers. Sneaky up, sneaky underdog. Kind of hot rolling into this week, even though everyone hates them. All right. Now, we talked about this earlier in the week. That, uh, or sorry, earlier in the show. When you're watching games, try to understand what you're watching, okay? Because you're going to tell me a lot, not necessarily with if you succeed, but how you fail. And that leads us to our truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is that you're going to be judged a lot on stuff in your life, but you will be most appropriately judged on how you fail. Okay? What are you trying to achieve and what's stopping you from getting there? Some of the most successful people you'll ever meet in your life are going to ask you, oh, what do you want to do? And then their next question is, okay, what's, what's, what's stopping you? You know? And that answer that you have for that it's going to say a lot about you. It's going to say a lot about whether you're going to achieve your goals or not. A couple years ago, someone was like, what do you want to do? You know, you're flyboarding around, a lot of passports, a lot of stamps in the passport, but I believe even Voice of God said to me, man, you, you, you're, getting, you're getting old. You can't fly forever. I know. I'm like, you know what? I want to start a show, sports show. I think we'd be good at it. I mean, I got some buddies. We'd, we'd crush it. I was talking to a really successful time, a guy at the time, owns many companies, and he was sponsoring me flyboarding. Just interested in stuff. He's like, okay, you want to do a sports show? I think you'd be great at it too. What's stopping you? Well, you know, I need some microphones, uh, maybe a producer, and, you know, I just generally don't even know how to do it. Well, it's 2018. Google it. And you know a producer, don't you? Yeah, you're already associated with Huck Media. Buy some microphones. Do show one. That's a six, the way a successful person thinks. What's in your way? Okay, get them out of your way. One step at a time, and don't stop till you get to the top. Don't look too far ahead, but also make sure that you're actually trying to achieve your goals. Okay? Because when I first talked to that guy, it didn't really sound to him like I was even trying to achieve them. My excuses were bullshit. Okay? I don't have a mic. <laughs> Go buy one. I don't know how to do it. Google it. I don't have a producer. <laughs> I know Huck Media. Okay? Basically, the first three things that I said to him weren't actually obstacles. He looked at me like I was a joke, okay? Third down says a lot about you as a quarterback and you as a team. Just like life, are you trying to achieve your goals or not? Okay? We're 
We're trying to do a show now. We got the mics. We got the producer. We got the content. We got you look who's talkers. We're giving it a go. Those stupid obstacles that aren't really obstacles aren't in our way anymore. We're actually trying to do this. When you have third and 10 and your play call is an immediate pass to your wide receiver who's probably most likely going to get about three or four yards, you are not trying to achieve your goal. You're not trying to get those 10 yards. You might get absolutely lucky and achieve them. Just like I might have stumbled into a bar and met a guy who owns, you know, ESPN and been like, hey, man, here's a show. (laughs) It's the luckiest day of your life. It's not the way life works. You actually have to try to achieve your goals. So I judge you as a football team, as a guy who likes to pick games, based on two things. One, what was the play call on third and 10? Were you trying to achieve that 10 yards? Because that tells me that you don't believe in your quarterback. Okay, maybe you do believe in your quarterback. You sent in a play call that had options to actually achieve those 10 yards. But I watched your quarterback, Dak Prescott. Look at those options. You know what? They're going to be a bit tough. Welcome to the NFL. Third and 10 tough. Okay? And then check down to the guy who's covered by the linebacker. He's two yards off, and he's going to get three yards. And we're going to run off the field, and that's just we didn't really even try. Either due to a play call, now I'm judging your coaching, and your coaching's evaluation of your talent as a quarterback, and I'm downgrading your offense. Or they called in a play, and like Andy Reid calling in plays to the Chiefs last year in the playoffs, he just knew he couldn't do it. So he checked down on third and 12 and lost to the Titans. Okay? So I'm just saying, how you fail is a much more important thing to me and should be to you for A, achieving your goals in life and achieving your goals on the football field. Okay? Life's going to get tough. Third down's going to get tough. Tom Brady on third and 10, you know what his third and 10s look like? Fingertipped dropped balls by Josh Gordon or Julian Edelman. As in it hit them, it hit them in a way that the defender wouldn't have caught it. But yeah, it was a tight window. It wasn't going to be an easy catch. That's why the Patriots have lined themselves throughout the years with guys who just focus on making the catch. Not whether they can, you know, stretch out. You notice the Patriots don't do that stuff? They just catch the ball. It's because Tom and Favre and Elway and Carson Wentz and some of the best quarterbacks in the game, Joe Montana, even your old Dan Marino, weird Mike, they would, they're coming at you third and 10. So you better be ready as a receiver. No, you're not open. Because they're playing cover four. That window is going to be the size of your car window. So you better be ready for it. And those are the teams that win championships. That's why the AFC has been represented by three guys for the last 16 years. Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, or Tom Brady. They fit it into windows on third down. They try to win. What are you guys doing? The rest of you guys are just playing football. And you're not getting my picks. Ooh, truth of the week. You got to try if you gotta, if you're gonna, if you're gonna achieve your goals, if you're not even trying, you're not gonna achieve them. So I gotta watch how you're failing. If you're shooting for the stars, just coming up short, man, I'm, I'm with you. Let's do this. Let's do a show together. Let's do life together. All right. And I'm gonna invest in you. If you're a stock, I'm gonna invest in you. If you're a team, I'm gonna invest in you. But if you're not even trying, well, you're, you're Garrett, and you got that stupid smile on your face. You're a dentist who just shot a giraffe. Way to go. Truth of the week, folks. You got to try. I'm not with you. Woo! All right. Deep. Yeah, I like that, right? So Sociology my, major. You know, it's going to tie in sometimes. My mind wandered. Uh, I, I see when your mind wanders. Two minutes into this story to some of my failures and how I responded. Right? So uh, thank you, I think. Sure. <laughs> Just like we t- As I wiped the tear away from I, the corner of my eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my failed university Strip day. Dripping into your chest hair suits you. It's fine. Um, anyway, just like we talked about, uh, you know, with the truth of the week, I, I think about seven weeks ago. All right? Shoot your shot. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. What's your take on that, VOG? A little bit younger, maybe a, a failure or two less than some of the other uh, members of the show here? Yeah. Uh, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, baby. It's, it's coming up in news. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You, you, Real you, deep there, bro. I'm just saying it's just like anything. It's like uh, if you're at the bar, you know, and you're a single and you're a single person. All right. 
Who did you want to talk to right when you walked into the room after five minutes? All right? That's who you should focus on. Not the girl that grabbed your dick on the way to the ATM machine. Okay? Stay away. Or you can go with our buddy Andrew. The old Andrew. horn grab. The old horn grab. It gets you every time. Our buddy Willock would just All play the straight there. numbers game. There's 100 <laughs> girls in here. If three of them say yes, well, that's a great night, isn't it? That's true. <laughs> Willie, listening out in America. Not too many American listeners, eh? Connecticut, where are you at? I'm just saying it's, it's tough to cheer for a team that throws two yards on third and 12. You know? What are you going to do? They're just never going to do it. True story. All right. We got some picks this week. Uh... <laughs> my gold pick was directly against uh, Weird Mike's weird pick. He took the Titans. I took the Pats. We all saw what happened. So he's got honors this week, even though I did have a winning week, even though uh, he does the Texas two-step. By the way, if you ever golf, don't ever do the Texas two-step. The three people you are playing with will literally kick your ball. Um, not just to line mention, up at the regular golf tees. Not to mention the grounds crew will think you're under the influence and not knowing where you're going. To be fair, a golf course is the funnest place to be under the influence. <laughs> they even give you little cars. Uh, watch out for obstacles. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. If you think you're too drunk, there's people that just show up next to you in other carts and see if you need more. It's, uh, it's the heaven that Pinocchio movie never captured. All right. Weird Mike, give me that greasy pick, baby. Here we go. Don't let that spite creep into your picks. I knew that Pat's Titans game wasn't the gold pick. You heard me go on about it. That's the truth of the week I was talking about earlier. Spite is a powerful thing, and I forgot that with my gold pick this week. Spite's a powerful thing. So how are you going to respond to that fail this week, Jeff? You're going to have to wait, because Weird Mike has honors. There you go, bud. Texas week 11, hole 11, into the teeth of the tough course that is the NFL season. Who do you got? Six and four. The mini slide is done. The mini streak has begun. And if you're listening at all to us this year, folks, you know that the mini season and the mini buy means everything. Weird pick of the week. Pittsburgh minus five and a half at J-A-X. I told you once. I told you twice. I'm going to say it a third time, folks. The only revenge that matters is playoff revenge. It didn't matter that the Jags hung 43 on the Steelers in week three last year. Ain't nobody give a shit about that. The Steelers care that they got trounced at home and cost them another shot at a ring. Indeed. They roll into a half-full Jacksonville stadium. When I say half-full, folks, I mean half-full of Steelers fans because Steeler Nation is invading northern Florida. All right? Fuck the recount. You only need one pick this week, folks. <laughs> All right? Pittsburgh Steelers, well-rested. Keep rolling. The Jags showed a little bit of fight last week, but they're done. The playoff revenge, too much to overcome. Pittsburgh steamrolls the Jags and buries their season. Weird pick of the week, 6-4, and four, going to 7-4, and not looking back. Steelers, five and a half. Road fave. Lock it up. There you have it, folks. That took about 27 snaps, two stretches, and about four spins to come up with. But I like the pick. Now, let me tell you something that's funny that we talked about spite before the pick because I feel like this is some actual reverse spite going down. Spite last week. A bunch of Tennessee Titans that used to be Patriots, spiteful towards their old, old coach for letting them go. Mm. That's football team to football team spite. You love picking the Jaguars, and they've let you down a couple times. I'm just wondering if this is personal spite towards J-A-X. That is a fair and... Which happens in betting, folks. We're all emotional people. Spite betting's a big deal. Uh, no, this is more about the mini-buy and uh, the Steelers rolling at the right time. Fair. The, player, play, uh, the playoff revenge. But... I haven't been burned with Jags on real cash. I missed a weird pick or two. Yep. Um, but like I said, just too much to overcome right now. The Steelers less than a touchdown. Left bells in the past. Uh, they're moving forward. And, you know, if they win this game, now they're like clear hunt for the bye. They're there. Upper echelon. Playoff almost punched. You know? Yep. All right. 
Who you got? Who you got, son? Okay, we're going to get into our heat picks right now. Here we go. You. All right, Hugh Picks, ladies and gentlemen. Brought to you, as always, by Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. All right, gold pick lost last week for the first time in five weeks. Sorry about that. Again, didn't see all the spite. But, uh, again, if you picked the Patriots since his first Tom and Belichick's first Super Bowl against the spread, they've won 60% of the time. So it's not exactly time to get off the schneid. Okay? Roll into their bye week. Expect the Pats to come back firing hot. My gold pick this week, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs in Mexico City, dogged two and a half points. So Kansas City plus two and a half to the LA Rams. It's at LA, but it's not a home game for the Rams. It's in Mexico City. Okay. The Rams, again, no fault of their own. They're dealing with some real personal turmoil right now, dealing with the California wildfires. They've pretty much locked up their division with that win over Seattle. This game really isn't that important to them. Whereas Kansas City, firing all cylinders, they still lack, obviously have some problems with defense. Cardinals got to them a couple times uh, early in the game, but they are still so offensively competent, more so, I feel, than the Rams. And the Rams are disappointing on defense. I like Kansas City to win big, actually, in Mexico City and romp them because they're not distracted by anything and they need this win badly because they don't want to go to a very cold Foxborough Stadium uh, in the playoffs. They want to play all their home games at home. This is Andy Reid's best shot in years. Uh, yeah, Chiefs all the way in a much more important game with them. I think they win by a touchdown. Take them. Rams okay. got one foot out the door. With the uh, forest fires, it, there's, there's some real a lot stuff of logistics on. going on in the whole LA sports. Scene, the whole so. some of the staffers, are, it's it's a real problem. It's no one's fault. It's it's awful, but uh, it's going to affect the football team, whether you like it or not. Take the Chiefs. Okay, number two. This spread's ridiculous, and this is a guy who's been picking the Saints literally for eight straight weeks. I don't think I've missed a week. They, I've been all over them since they lost to Tampa in week one. Uh, I love veteran coaches, offensively minded, with veteran uh, capable quarterbacks matched up for years to play in chess versus checkers. However, this spread's way too big. Nine points against the Super Bowl champions? No thanks. I'll take Carson Wentz in a dome uh, with a very athletic offense. Again, a bad pick kind of turned that game against Dallas. It was a pretty even game. Dallas is fighting for their playoff life. And uh, you know what? Philly won the Super Bowl. They're just not quite as desperate. I think they will be this week, staring four and six in the face. Again, win or lose, nine points is too many. It's a one-possession game. Take the champs. Woo! And my bronze pick, I am taking the Carolina Panthers, minus four at the hapless Detroit Lions. Okay? And I like the Lions. I've bet them for years because they everybody hates on them so much that their lines are often skewed and they, they, they like the backdoor covers. I'm getting the Carolina Panthers off the mini buy, as uh, Weird Mike loves. They also got shit kicked on national television. Shit kicked. It wasn't even close. It was embarrassing. This is supposed to be a playoff team. Also, Christian McCaffrey in that shit kicking still looked awesome. Okay? Their offense is firing pretty well. They just got blown out by the Steelers, and it was over pretty much at halftime. <laughs> Expect them to come back with a for sure victory. They are holding on to a wild card right now by the skin of their teeth. I like them to win by a touchdown in Detroit. Not a very scary environment. The Lions fans are booing their own team. Plus, again, they, they're having a fire sale. Golden Tate's gone. Uh, it looked like it really affected their team. They didn't, oh, play with, they didn't play with too much spirit. One touchdown in two weeks without Golden? Yeah. Get out of here. They, 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 them and the Jets look like that team that always plays the Globetrotters, you know? The Generals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me my paycheck. I might come up for her uh, the second half. All right? Yeah. Take the Carolina Panthers. Minus four at Detroit. Our fourth pick, we're taking the Houston Texans. Coming off the bye. Minus three at Washington. Washington's very injured. Okay? They won the game against Tampa. But again, when you're watching the game... Make sure you watch it rather than just judging by the results. If you looked at the results of the game, Washington won 16 to 3. Whoa, pretty impressive road victory. Not so much. It was Fitz Magic in the wrong kind of magic way, okay? Fitz Magic's officially over. I've been to a magic show. It wasn't that good for your bachelor party, Weird Mike, okay? 
Boy, let me tell you a story sometime, okay, folks? Maybe end of the show, we'll tell it. But I, I've been to Bad Magic shows. Fitz Magic, 500, 501 yards as t- on total offense. Yeah. Has never happened in NFL history where a team that scored 500 yards got only three points. Don't chalk doesn't that. compute. I mean, there's bad red zone offenses, and there's getting shit on by two seagulls in the same day. Bad luck, okay? Fitzy had a first down, then he ran away from it. It's just weird shit. Either way, don't trust the Redskins, okay? I've actually downgraded them. So, we're taking Houston off the bye, minus three at Washington. Vegas is telling you something. Houston's minus three for a reason. Take the Texans. Better team all around. Also, Houston's pretty good against Alex Smith. Check out the tape. (laughs) And our fifth pick, we're taking the Indianapolis Colts. Again, I'm picking against the Titans because there's no spite this week. Indy's hot. I love their coach. Frank Reich, the old Bills quarterback, putting up 29 against Jacksonville and against a very desperate Jacksonville team. I like it. Bit of an emotional letdown off the Patriots game for the Titans. I'll take I'll take uh, the Indianapolis Colts again, who they are chasing that wild card spot. They're chasing that division. They got that nice in locker room feel of like, yo, everyone already quit on us, but we're we're better than people think because they got a quarterback. Look it up, Dallas. And our last pick, possibly our riskiest pick of the week, but I like it. Okay, might have a bonus pick for you because I also kind of like Atlanta, but I'm gonna take the Green Bay Packers in Seattle. Plus two and a half. And if you wait, it'll probably go up to three. I'll take it at two and a half. But if you wait a couple days, probably go up to three. Because people like Seattle at home. I'm going to take Green Bay and a running game that the Packers have to come off that pretty impressive victory over the Dolphins and roll up to Seattle and get some vengeance for those playoff losses to keep their playoff hopes alive. I'll take the better quarterback. Also, Seattle's running a very predictable offense, more predictable than you know, other years. Yes, they run the ball. They run it left. They run it right. They do play action. Green Bay's going to be ready for that. They've seen this Schmidt before. <laughs> All right. So gold pick, Kansas City. Silver pick, Philly. Bronze pick, Carolina. Then we got Houston, Indy, and Green Bay with a possible bonus pick that I'll let you know about with Atlanta on Instagram. Follow us on Insta at Talking. Those are you picks. The Patriots must be in the bye. They didn't factor anywhere into your picks for the first time in i i didn't take them the 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 night of the chiefs the that's the one time i didn't take them this year (laughs) i like uh i like the chiefs pick a lot yeah can yeah it's just i I feel like it's night and day i like that one they don't even need to win rams can lose go home fix their you know fix their homes and their families homes and stuff like that I'm going to follow one of your betting rules. I have no idea what's going to happen on that Thursday game. So I'm going to stay away from it. I think the spread is remarkably accurate. That's fair. And I want nothing to do with it. That's why I stayed away from the Steelers game. The spread feels about right. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I love the Steelers, but road games in Florida, again, they get up for the big games. It's not Jacksonville was supposed to be a contender. It's like you show up for a big fight the shine. and the guy lost. You know, in the t- to the two street mashups he had leading up to the championship fight. There is a little bit of shine rubbed off the match. I'll give you that. When the Steelers won the Super Bowl, like, what, probably nine years ago against Kurt Warner, they had this wicked saying, it's a five-star matchup because we in it. <laughs> you know? This is a four-star matchup that I might not even watch on Sunday because the Jags suck. All right. Voice of God, you ready for some fantasy tidbits? Because I need help, bro. My team's fallen. Also. Yeah. <laughs> couple shibiblets all right fantasy news <laughs> here we go um so yeah last week we talked about cuffing season and getting your handcuff for your running back so if you haven't done that already do it because it's a real thing um also for anyone who is a christian mccaffrey owner um more breaking news as of today the panthers have released uh veteran running back cj anderson so mccaffrey's handcuff so now you want to grab cameron artist Payne, who I'm going to go ahead and say is not owned in any of your leagues. Um, So grab him now because, yeah, McCaffrey, uh, you know, tweaks an ACL on one of those hurdles. Cameron's your guy. Uh, Moving on uh, into just more of the positional pickups, and we're recording this Monday night. Um, But, yeah, QB position, Marcus Mariota. He looks great. I haven't seen him look this great in quite some time. The last two weeks, uh, yeah, he's looked like a stud. 
His he appears to you know not have any of those injuries that have been playing him before, and the Titans' offense is is rolling better than it's ever been. So Marcus Mariota, if you've still got a QB coming up for bye weeks, uh, moving to running backs, Rashad Penny of Seattle Seahawks, highly touted rookie uh, that they snagged in the first round, uh, but Mr. Chris Carson is still banged up, and he was a lot more uh, Rashad was a lot more efficient than Mike Davis this past week, um, you know, getting over a hundred yards. So. Showing some fantasy promise. Definitely worth a stash. Um, another running back that is underdelivered, Mr. Derrick Henry. Essentially his entire career. Uh, very up and down, <laughs> and everyone's been waiting. Oh, yeah, this is the year. He's a monster. He's going to pop. Um, but, yeah, he had a big week with two touchdowns. Obviously, there's still some worries with splitting the ball with Deion Lewis. Um, but he's about 50% owned in league. So, if you, uh, you know, if you're in one of those stupider office leagues, um, yeah. Throw him on your bench. I got him, and I'm starting him. He's my go-to now. I'm oh, hurting VOG. You, I'm hurting. you don't want him to be your go-to. You do not want to have week-to-week faith in consistency in Derrick Henry. But uh, another guy, Elijah McGuire, uh, was was involved in the last couple of weeks uh, more and more on the New York Jets. Switching over, two wide receivers. Uh, Mr. John Ross, then Andy Dalton's second favorite option now that A.J. Green's gone. Uh, he had a solid fantasy sort of debut because he wasn't really on teams prior to this week uh, but yeah he snagged a touchdown opposite Tyler Boyd who had a bit of a crappy week uh, drawing the attention from number one corners also news uh, big news uh, Cooper Cup is his season is over he I believe he tore his ACL uh, which sucks I own him in many leagues I think Robert Woods is their best weapon anyway besides Gurley he's probably one of the most underrated receivers in the entire league no I think yeah I totally agree um yeah, I didn't. I, I definitely, yeah, would have been higher on my draft boards had I known they were going to be using him like this. But yeah, he's he's the one A option for him. You know what quarterbacks really love, especially good quarterbacks, is the guys that are great at scramble at the scramble drill. Robert Woods is incredible at it, as in like Brady would love him <laughs> because he's so good at coming back. Like he'll run like you know left or right or he'll a little in route, but then when when the ball's thrown, he charges the ball. As in, this is not getting intercepted because I'm as soon as the ball is thrown, I'm changing my route to run towards the ball, shortening the distance between the quarterback and him. Quarterbacks love it. I see it all the time. Robert Woods. I don't know why the Bills ever let him go, but I mean, what are you gonna do? They let everyone go. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully have him increase target share. Um, last but not least, uh, Mr. Brandon Marshall. So we didn't really talk about this, but since Dez was signed by the Saints. He also uh, ruptured his Achilles, which is, sounds disgusting. He came in about the size of a refrigerator, so yeah, injuries we tweet- are bound to happen. We tweeted it out. He looks more like uh, Ray Lewis than yes. he did himself. He Straight got the do-rag up. on, too. Looking mean. But unfortunately, yeah, uh, when you're sitting on the sidelines, you're not often in did game Did you shape. see the size of his head? It's like w- when Barry Bonds was doing all that HGH, <laughs> he had a head the size of like a, a wine barrel. It's a little thick, a little uh, more thick than normal. Yeah. Gigantism. Girthy, Girthy neck. Gigantism. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Des Bryant's head was enormous. So, uh, new Des Bryant uh, option for Mr. Drew Brees, Brendan Marshall. Yeah, um, yeah, long, you know, former Pro Bowler. He's got, you know, he's he's old, but uh, yeah, he's with Drew Brees. So there is some fantasy relevance there. Uh, and as always, uh, if you want some more advice, hit us up on social. Me in particular at the Fantasy Vog on Twitter. Yeah, baby, hit us up. Uh, I'm on Twitter too at Jeff Hewlett, G E O F F H U L E T. My sp- name is spelt with a silent o i learned about silent letters very early in life as i mentioned on the show before i'm the only one who knows why tsunami spelled with a t i bet you're asking yourself right now why don't know people who made english fucking stupid i'm uh i'm glad you touched on des there i'm really really glad that he won't be joining the saints okay i'm i'm not glad that he injured himself i've never been that guy but they were rolling he joined for the wrong reasons. I touched on it last week. What are the wrong reasons? They, he wanted to stick it to Dallas. He wanted to play football. No, he wanted, wanted to, to stick play it to football Dallas. The, and win a playoff the, the game. The guy was whittling down his list every week to only the teams that Dallas were playing. Okay? The Saints were thin. Know, sourced th- by no one. Do you know this? Yeah. The Saints were thin. He said he wanted to have a revenge game at the start of the year I'm, before. Okay? If the Pats called him, I'm, I bet he would have taken the call. Everybody Either way. takes the Pats call. Right. And there are AFC teams that do play the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. I know, but even if, if the Steelers call. I'm them. just saying the juju, the karma is great on Bourbon Street. I'm glad they're leaving it. 
It's good that they made an effort. They looked like that they could be the nice guy. I'm glad they're not. That's just one match. They got Marshall now. Is that still mixing it up? No, Dez is different than Marshall. That's true. It's clear what they needed. A massive target in the red zone. Yeah, big bodies. Yep. Who doesn't doesn't like big bodies, eh? Veteran. Tell you who likes big bodies. Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) I'm about some fat ass. Big old booty. B-O-T. Hey, get used to that booty, bud, because Nick Mullen just took your job. I'm calling it right now. Uh, Just a little update for you. On our boys, we had our boy draft a couple weeks ago. A couple of you guys have chimed in on our Look Who's Talkers fan uh, Facebook page and Instagram account. Yes, as many of you would let me know, ever since I took Matt Stafford as one of my boys, oh. his career has basically fallen apart. His uh, you know, knack for coming back late in games has turned into really bad interceptions. His uh, real... Courage and zeal that he shows battling back from teams that are better than him. Are, is it happening? Uh, he looks like he's quit, and I uh, hope it's not the, the G-off curse. So my boy, my boy not looking so good, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford. Huck Media's boy, Marcus Mariota, looking great ever since Huck drafted him. It's the Turn pe- it around. He had a dead week, but he's, Huck, he's turned it around. Huck gives him those uh, pregame texts. You know? Huck's like, good management. Yeah. Hey, man, you don't need to shot put your throws so much. You know? <laughs> he does that. Who's your lead boy, VOG? I'm trying to remember my Mahomes. Boys. You swipe Mahomes well, for me because I got him yeah, in fantasy, yeah. and you're all so spiteful sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mahomes is up there. Uh, Juju, killing it as always. Juju's killing On it, and bro. off the field, social media. Did you guys see what he posted this week? I did not. So he, I guess he burnt. He bo- he burned Eric Reed for that that seventy yard yes. touchdown, and it was amazing. So like, there's a play as right as Eric Reed's falling down, like trying to like dive or catch for him. Yeah. But like, essentially, Eric Reed's got one hand on the floor, and then the other hand's up, and it's like, uh, warning or like, if if anybody's seen like Eric's co- missing contact lens, please notify <laughs> as he sprints off for the touchdown. <laughs> Extremely savage. Love it. That's awesome. Oh, one thing we did uh, we did get right last week, bang on. Follow us on Instagram. I'll give you props picks for the most of the primetime games. Uh, Thursday Nighter against Carolina, I absolutely farvin nailed it. Gave you three props picks, three check marks. Long pass over, Big Ben over 300 yards, and Cam Newton throwing a bunch of check downs to Christian McCaffrey, getting over 21 completions. And I even said how the long pass would happen. Big Ben to A, B, or Juju. Folks, props, especially giving you three at the same time, is hard to get. But sometimes we nail it. That's why we started this whole thing a long time ago, going back to Hugh Picks from Laurentian University Facebook posts where I was just making raps, rhyming last names of players into insults. So uh, That's what made me join Facebook. Did you know that? You go- oh, yeah, that's right. I was late to the party. And I got Facebook in 07. How do you Hupix? How do you farvin like that? I'll juju your Smith Schuster, bud. All right, moving on to news that does not matter. Here we go. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. The news that doesn't matter. Starting it off with our Sally of the Week. Ooh. This one goes out. To- we need a sound effect, I think, for that. Eh? Sally of the Week. Yay. Totally threw me off with that one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Taco. Burrito. Mr. Tyreek Hill taking it, taking the crown this week. Um, I don't know if you guys, one of his hundred touchdowns he got last week, but yeah, runs, jumps up into the stands, takes over the broadcast camera, just kicks the fat guy, I assume he's fat, who's operating <laughs> it, and just starts driving the bus. Just d- doesn't give a farve. No. Um, definitely going to be, obviously there's flags all over the play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's definitely going to be getting, uh, you know, a 5K letter from the NFL. Two things. It's hard to fight the gout as a cameraman. You literally just don't farve and move. And two, uh, as Ocho Cinco tweeted, he actually did that, I guess, you know, 10 years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, not in the stands. That's right. Yeah. So another, like, another to, ode. Another, another, another homage. Homage to one, one of the greats. It's an, they call it an homage, sir. <laughs> that was hilarious when they showed the video of him, the footage that he took. And it, not a good cameraman. Not a good cameraman. He missed his whole team. <laughs> He's got, like, Kelsey's hand. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the Sully VOG. Uh... Never, when you introduce that many variables, am I down with it? Hop into the fence, cameraman. But when he pointed down, you did see a few of those O-line faces. Oh, they were fired up. And they were just so happy, man. It was like, okay, I'm okay with this. I love the confidence that Kansas City shows right now. Because when Mahomes throws the touchdown, like a whole bunch of other quarterbacks just, you know, like, yeah, 
Oh yeah, I forgot. There's a celly that we took. Oh, I don't care. That was just wonderful. You know, Mahomes throws the touchdown. He's like, yeah, we're doing it. You're supposed to be over there. No switch. Like he's still leading the offense in the celebration. Confidence. Like that's what cellies are, are good. It's like, yeah. yeah, we knew we were going to score on you. We planned four cellies. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. No, it's great. It doesn't interfere mm-hmm. with the game plan. Watch the 15 yard penalty though. It's going to come down to bite somebody. But uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, last year uh, it was a big topic that the Rams and some of their some of their play calling has like hilarious names or like Tupac, Obama, uh, you know, a lot of just fun random ones like that. Right. Um, so this week we got introduced to another one. So right at the line of scrimmage, quick audible, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Jerry Goff is screaming it. So obviously camera, everybody picks up on it. It goes on all over on Twitter. So Halle Berry, active Twitter tw- tweeter, yeah, uh, was like at Jared Goff. What does Halle Berry mean? That's awesome. And he responds, it's my favorite play ever. That's what he said? Yeah. <laughs> shoot or shoot, kids. Yeah, boy. You oh. can also tell he's like 21 and he actually like, this is just a crazy crush. Yeah. And he forgot that he's like the quarterback of the Rams for a second. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. He probably saw Swordfish you when know? he was like 10. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Of course it's your favorite call ever. Yeah. When she puts the magazine down when she's tanning. Yeah. Yes. What else were you talking about? I was, it wasn't the hacking scene. No. Yeah. I would uh, tweet that twat any day. Jesus. Shoot your shot, God. kids. You got to throw a couple of Hail Marys every now and then. Some of them will stick. Just another amazing thing about being the LA team, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Halle Berry caught that. If you're the St. Louis Rams, someone tells her about that 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, sweet. I've not been to St. Louis once. Oh, I would have banged him. Yeah, but he's from St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Uh, but yes, moving on to, to our juiciest story of the week. Respect to Nelly, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bears kicker. I'm sure you guys saw this. But Cody Parkey, first off, nerd name. Definitely a kicker. Um, he needs to buy some lottery tickets. Not once, not twice, not thrice, but four <laughs> times did he manage to friggin' ding the upright post. Just square on. It didn't bounce in. It just dead on like dong. Smoked it four times on two extra points and two field goals. I don't know what the odds are of doing that. The, I don't think four has ever happened in a game, NFL game before. I've never seen it. But we could all retire time. if we had to put any amount of money on that oh, to yeah. happen. The fourth one was hilarious. Yeah. Okay. The first one, what are you doing? Second one, this guy's in trouble. Third one, doesn't matter. We're still winning. Yeah. Fourth one, everybody in the stadium's laughing. They were happy they were there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it didn't cost them the game. Also, yeah, again, the, more the mood changed because they just kept scoring touchdowns anyway. So, yeah, you're right. The second one was like, oh, you know, it was like, a, I think it was a 10-point game. Yeah. By the fourth one, they're up 21. It doesn't matter. In fact, the kicker's like, hey, we're going to get on TV now. Like, you know, because no one the, was watching the It game. was yeah. the drunk guy at the party that just kept getting drunker and drunker, and everybody just loved what he was doing every more stunt. Yeah. But, yeah. Luckily, yeah, luckily they got away with a win. They did sacrifice eight points in the process. Um, and they asked about him. They asked him about it after the game. And he's like, oh, yeah, it was kind of funny by the end. And like, yeah, funny because you won. He also used, uh, had a good scapegoat. And he said, I've just got to trust that what I'm doing and trust my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. He makes no mistakes. For whatever reason, that was the way that that was supposed to be. Yeah. You know what? Was it? I No. I agree with it this time. I hate it when people play the Lord card. No offense, Lord. <laughs> but, no, that's that's I'm calling you know him out right now. Yeah, he would. But that's I didn't, what that's he said. The voice of God is admitting all. he had nothing to do with that. <laughs> the fourth one changed the whole dynamic. It's true. The third clank, people are mad. The fourth one, they're just like dumbfounded. Also, he's probably thinking right now. He says to the holder, like, "There's no way I hit the bar the rest of the year, right? Like, that's three years worth of bars." Yeah. Yeah, it's good to get it out of the way. But yeah, definitely nothing <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> Three years worth of bit bars. Of a cop yeah, like, even uh, the holders like, all right, that's never going to happen again. Sidebar in America, Xanax is referred to as bars. So be careful what you ask for. Actually, I saw that. Yeah, I knew that. Part, you know, you party with the, with the millennials nowadays. You hear about these things you're supposed to know about. Dropping bars. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid. Just smoke a joint. All right. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to Look Who's talking episode 36. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends all over the world. Uh, you know, hashtag look who's talking. Post about our picks if you like it. By the way, folks, really funny follow. If you don't follow Deion Sanders on Instagram, you should. Because 
There's nothing like watching one of the best football players of all time just give his non-researched, I know the talent of these teams, two-second insight into each game. He's called, he calls it primetime's picks. He, he, he honestly picks the games at about 70% just by being like, ah, oh, yeah, uh, no, this team sucks. I'm going to roll with them. You know, like, and then there's always one game that he just doesn't give a shit about and he, that he, that he doesn't even pick it. He was like, ah, oh, Steelers? Yeah, I'm going to roll with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jets? Bills? Ain't nobody care! And that's the end of the Instagram post. That's it. It's the last pick. Anyway, we actually give you our picks, folks. Check them out on Instagram and check out Weird Mike on Twitter. Uh, Weird Mike 24. At Weird Mike 24. And uh, I want to wish you boys a great episode next week. I'm going to be checking out from the uh, Cartagena beaches. Yeah. But I will be sending in a weird pick, keeping the momentum going. I'm worried about Colombia a little more than I'm worried about you. But that's okay. I think you'll both be fine. <laughs> I'll take that as a safe travels yeah. and get back safe. Giddy up. We all say our emotional things uh, in one way or another, and uh, I'll take it, Jeffrey. Thanks, Look Who's Talkers, Voice of God. Excellent stuff as usual. Our fantasy guru, follow him on Twitter at... The Fantasy VOG. Giddy up. Huck Media, nice stash, baby. Shoot your shot. We'll see you next week.